0: Good morning, and welcome back to the Hit Bodies Podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant. It is Monday morning, and it's the day after Easter as I'm recording this. Typically, I record on the Sunday before I release the podcast, but uh, with Easter yesterday, I decided to just be a little bit tardy. So I apologize. Anyway, if you're new here, welcome. So excited to have you, and you're wondering what this podcast is about. Well, Hip bodies is a workout program and I consider myself my client's workout buddy more so than their trainer. Now let's be clear. I am a trainer and I'm still showing you what to do, modifiers, all that stuff. But the big difference is like, I'm not just like, I don't know, you know what? Like the, the teacher's like, just like super motivating the whole time. It's like, okay, if you like that person, cool. I'm, I'm not that person. I, I try to be you know, I have bursts of that, but more so because we work out every single day, like we're chatting, we're chatting about life. Like what's going on. In fact, this morning, the workout I gave, I gave my clients some tea all I did. If my husband found out that I said everything that I said, he's actually going to be a little annoyed. <laughs> so, so if you are nosy, today's the day to sign up. Okay. (laughs) Today's the day. I mean, granted the, um, when you sign up, you do get access to like everything that we've done in the past too. So that's really fun. Okay. Anyway, moving on, moving on. I allow this podcast to be just like an extension of those conversations and allow me to talk about things a little bit more in depth. And so I wanted to talk to you about what's kind of going on in the nutrition space for me. So food has been a big, big focus of the podcast for a while. And that's because like, Eating healthier is what is it moves the needle for most people, and I am one of those people. Um, I gained an obscene amount of weight during my pregnancy, and not for lack of being fairly disciplined, you guys. I really, it was it was just rough. I it was rough, and so the, and the weight loss has been very slow. I I am doing my best, uh, but eating keto has been such a blessing. <laughs> um, it's really like sped up the process. And so I've had my eye on this squeaky clean keto challenge for a while. And so now that I've been keto for, I don't know, like a month and a half or something, I am excited to try out this keto like squeaky clean keto challenge. So if you don't know what it is, it's written by the girl who runs the I Breathe I'm Hungry blog. She put out a book. And so this book is all the recipes are dairy-free, nut-free, and sweetener-free. And the purpose think like Whole 30, but like harder, I guess. And the reason I love challenges like this is it just gives me very clear boundaries. It gives me a plan. It gives me meal plans, grocery lists, and allows, I have to be pretty hyper-focused on my nutrition in this season of my life to to move in the direction I want to move in. I can't like kind of sort of do it and get results. You know what I mean? And I've always felt that way about nutrition, but it's definitely like now that I'm older, it's e- it's even harder. It's so annoying, man. It's so annoying. I can only imagine as I get older and older and older and like hormones shift, it's just going to get even harder. Like I cannot like don't wait. Okay? don't wait to lose weight. If you want to like get it over with, because maintenance is so much easier. And so I fully intend on sharing my approach to my maintenance season through the podcast, through her bodies, all that stuff. But I still want to inspire you if you're on a weight loss journey to get after it. You know, I, yes, you can be healthy at any size. You can love your body at any size, all of those things. But I also am here to acknowledge, like, it's nice to feel confident and comfortable in your own skin. It's nice to be able to put on any outfit in your closet and kind of know it's going to fit and kind of know you're going to feel good in it. Like that's a thing. So yeah, that's that's what I'm here for. So with that being said, I'm also a foodie, okay? And there was one thing I wanted before I started this challenge because my intention is to keep this squeaky clean keto challenge going a little longer than the 30 days she wrote. I'm going to try to like keep this up until we leave for Cancun, I'm not going to give you the date of that because I don't know if like a crazy is listening, right? So I'm not going to tell you when, but that doesn't matter. Um, what's my point? Oh, yeah, yeah, So before I went into it, I wanted to like get this. I wanted Eggs Benedict. I'm an Eggs Benedict girl. There's something about going out to breakfast. It's like my favorite. Some people like to go out to dinner. Some people like I, the, my top two going out to meal experiences, Mexican restaurant, because you immediately get the chips and salsa like the food like you always leave with a great portion size I know like I am so like trash that that's how I rate a restaurant I'm like portion size but like it's a thing there's nothing worse than like I'm leaving a restaurant hungry right <coughs> sorry I I have the world's longest cough and I will try to edit out my coughs but that one just had to go okay so what was I saying Mexican restaurants oh and then breakfast restaurants but Eggs Benedict is my thing. Okay. So there's this one restaurant that's like kind of nearby our house and it's called Eggs Up Girl. They have decent Eggs Benedict. They have a great kids menu. It's like a great slam dunk restaurant, but it's like two minutes from our house. Okay. So I'm just really painting the picture for you. So Cameron and we had agreed, like we're going to go out to breakfast. Okay. I got to get this Eggs Benedict craving. I wanted to go to this place called Eternal Sunshine. This is like top tier Eggs Benedict. It's the best of the best of the best in town. It's worth paying extra for. I love it. It's amazing. And because it's more like a 20, 30 minute drive, probably like 20, 25 minutes. It's really not that far. <laughs> like I'm like five minutes different. I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyway, Casey needed to fall asleep. Casey does not transfer no matter what from the car anywhere and staying asleep. It just doesn't happen. Like I can transfer Kevin from his car seat to the couch and he will stay asleep. Casey, the freaking baby, she is like, she can sense anything and she will wake up. It's so freaking annoying. Okay. That's not the point. The point is What is the point? Oh, okay. So yeah, I was like, well, this is perfect. She'll fall asleep because she was due for a nap. And I was like, she'll fall asleep there. She won't be fussy. She can eat breakfast with us. It'll be a better experience. We want somewhere that's a little further. And Cameron was like, I want to go to Eggs Up. And I was like, well, I want to go to Eternal Sunshine. Cameron got in the car and drove. And I was like, it's up to you. You know where I want to go. I don't... It is what it is. So he went to this other restaurant called Brunches. Okay. Have you heard of it? Do you have one in your area? I think it might just be a North Carolina thing. This restaurant Okay, I was not cool enough for this restaurant. First off, I walk in, not a single employee was smiling. You know when they just all have resting bee face? That, like, everyone. The men, the women, the, the girls are, like, just so hot. It had the concrete floors, the, like, the plants. It just, it felt like brunches. They have, like, mimosa flights and, like, stuff like that, okay? And it's it's early, so I know I said Casey's going down for a nap, but she woke up early. So it was like, it was only like 8, 830 when we got there. Okay. It was early. So you would think still it would be like families and stuff or like old people there at this time. No, there was like people next to us doing shots. And I'm like, what is, what is going on? Why did we come here? Okay. Well, so I'm looking at the menu and they have eggs Benedict. Thank goodness. But... I got tempted by this bacon sandwich that I saw because it had fried green tomatoes on it and I don't know, it just like, it looked really good. So I asked the, the, the beautiful non-smiling server, she was so cool. I asked her like, what, what would you get, you know, between the eggs Benedict and this and she was like, I like the bacon sandwich and I like to get it on rye and I was like, <sighs> I mean it'd be weird now if I ordered eggs benedicts I think I was looking for validation but she said the English muffins here are bad so I was like okay well it'd be weird if I ordered it now right so now I'm committed so I ordered this bacon sandwich and let me tell you you know when you get an item and it tastes like exactly what it is like there was nothing that elevated it like you need you I when I go out to eat I like to bite into my food and be like what made this so good like, if, if you've ever visited me, I have for sure made you have an island bacon cheeseburger, okay? Islands is this, like, little hole-in-the-wall place. They have the best burgers, and, like, you will literally bite into it and be like, why is this so effing good, right? Like, just on re- – okay, like, are you an in and out burger person? I don't know about you, but I am. But I'm like, why is this so much better than every other burger, right? Okay, I, I did not feel that. I felt like, okay, this tastes like bacon, egg, some sort of, like, sweet bacon jam on rye with a fried green tomato. I need, like, give me a smoky aioli dip or, like, you know? It was just so lame. And um, Cameron got a breakfast burrito. And it was the same experience. And I was like, I have no... You failed me, Cameron. And he know he knew he knew he was like, why didn't you get the expanded? I'm like, how am I going to order that after she said the English muffins bad? And you know, I showed her this. Like, he's like, but why didn't you just order it? And I'm like, I don't know. I was looking for like confirmation that it was going to be good, and she didn't give it to me. So it was like, because he he knows. He took a risk by going to a new restaurant. I'm the kind of person, I like to go to tried and trues, especially like, you know, when you're kind of trying to get, trying to get a craving that you've been having, like, "Mm, I got to, I got to get, I should have gone to, I should have insisted that we go to Eternal Sunshine. And I know Cameron is like, yeah, we should have gone to Eternal Sunshine or Eggs Up. But here's the problem with Eggs Up Girl. That's the one that was near our house. When I get that Eggs Benedict, I always leave like just, I leave, I don't leave full. Like it's good, but I could eat two of them. Because I'm, again, I'm a portions girl. I'm a portions. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, like if you are thinking of opening a restaurant or you do currently own a restaurant or you are a manager of a restaurant or whatever, I'm going to give you a tip right now. Get Step your sauce game up. Make sure Your sauce game is something that people can't help but leave a Google review about. It's just not that hard. There was this place in Washington. It was called Cloud Nine, and it was a dive bar. It was a total dive bar. It's so sad because it's closed. This place had the best tacos because they were called Gringo Tacos. And it had this, like, white sauce on it that was not ranch. It was not – I don't know what the heck it was. And I'm, like, still mad that I didn't insist on getting the recipe for them. Like, I feel like I could have talked them into it. I went there every time I was in Washington because I live. like, when I lived in Montana, we would drive home and it was, like, cloud nine was on the list. There was a teriyaki – like, Cameron and I are foodies, okay? And this place, it was so good. I'm so sad it closed. Anyway, this, a freaking dive bar that, like, doesn't have windows – in the ghetto of Kent, Washington. Okay. And if you look this place up, you can still look it up, search cloud nine tacos, Kent, Washington. You are going to see thousands upon thousands of reviews about these effing tacos. And it's because of that damn sauce. That sauce is so good. And I just feel like that is the key to a successful restaurant is having sauces that are so good and providing plenty of them, plenty of it. No one should be panicking trying to spread out the sauce throughout their meal. Like there should just be plenty, you know? So yeah, that's my rant about my breakfast. Um, And now we're gonna. <laughs> now that we've talked about that, we're going to talk about... I always try to be helpful. And so this week, I'm going to kind of talk about like not gaining weight back. Because that's kind of the theme right now. Like I've been talking about like weight loss and that's just been a huge focus of mine. But I do want to talk about like how to not gain weight back after you work so hard to lose it. And I think I think there's a lot of points here. So number 1, <clears throat> what is your approach to weight loss? What are you doing? Okay? So this is why I have an issue with programs where you're doing a bunch of meal replacement shakes. Okay? Because high that's not real food, and and that's fine. Like if you really like a meal replacement shake, hey, do it. Like for sure, that's fine. And if it's convenient for you, but the problem is, if you stop that program, you are likely drastically increasing the amount of calories that you're consuming when you go back to eating real meals. You know, because like it's it's again, it's a nice, easy, clear boundary during the weight loss journey. But then it gets kind of fuzzy when you're in that maintenance period. You're like, well, if I do it some days, but not other days, because I want to go out to lunch or whatever. So. So this is my suggestion, okay? If you are tracking calories, then I would say continue tracking calories for a while. Your maintenance calories and your weight loss calories are going to look different and they should look different, okay? If anybody's telling you like continue eating 1600, 1700 calories a day or even less than that during a maintenance period, unless you have a medical reason that your metabolism is that is at that point, I would not take that advice, okay? Your maintenance calories, especially if you're lifting weights, if you're strong, it is going to be way higher than that. And it's fun. It's so much easier to fit in. And so it makes tracking a lot less annoying and you don't have to track like super, super diligently. It's just kind of like to have a general idea. Okay. So like for tracking food, that's kind of the direction. Now let's say you've been like me eating a ketogenic diet because you would rather pluck your eyelashes out than track your food. So the direction that I plan on going when I feel that I am at a point where I don't need to lose any more weight. So I plan on including like two low carb meals a day and then a fun balanced dinner. While I continue assessing where I'm at physically very frequently, at least three times per week, OK? Because this is what we often do. We often like have some fun and have some more fun and whatever, and then we don't want to get on the scale. We don't want to try on certain genes that we know we have to be on point to fit, right? Like, you want to hide from the truth. Okay, it's kind of like like for me like with my gray hairs right now. I totally like I don't even want to look because I know they're there. And I know I need to address them, but I just like don't want to. Right? Ugh, same with the dentist. I need to go to the dentist, but I, I don't want to go. I'll go. I'll go. Shh, I'll go. Okay. But <clears throat> the the biggest thing is like remaining aware of where you're at and the direction you're headed. Because if your decisions and the habits that you've implemented are trending you in the wrong direction. The sooner you put a stop to that and adjust, the better. And it can be annoying like, but I want to be able to just eat whatever I want. Girlfriend, me too. Me too. I love eating whatever I want. But unfortunately, when I let my freak flag fly and I eat whatever I want, it's, it's, it's not cute. It's not cute for me. It's not worth it. Like if I had to pick between eating whatever I want and feeling confident on a day-to-day basis in my body and feeling strong and healthy and all the things and knowing that like my insulin sensitivity is better and like I'm healthier from the inside out. I'm gonna pick the ladder. Okay, I am. And some people say, I don't care about that. I just wanna eat whatever I want. And hey, you're probably not listening to this podcast. I would imagine you're annoyed with me by now. <laughs> but that's kind of, that's kind of my overall advice for that. Now, some people lose weight through doing like a whole 30 paleo type approach and then, and they maybe don't have allergies to gluten, dairy, et cetera, that you eliminate on those types of diets and they want to work them back in. So they're like, how do I work them back in? So there's some theories around those types of foods, like. she, like in Whole30, I love her phrase of like foods with no breaks. Okay. Flaming hot Cheetos, that's a food with no break. I don't care who you are. Those are so effing good. You can smash the whole bag regardless of the size of the whole bag. Okay. And so if you're that kind of person that that's how you lost weight and you're wanting to go onto like a more, you know, maintenance type approach, you're going to have to try to figure out how to navigate that. Right. And what I would kind of recommend it the same way that I, I'm doing with my keto where it's like two, my main meals, like breakfast and lunch are sticking with that formula and then slowly incorporating more of those other things with dinner. And again, assessing your progress at least three times a week. Check your weight, check your waist measurement, check, check the pants that tell you the truth, right? Like those types of things are really going to help. Okay, so I hope you find that helpful. Let's go ahead and move on to what we are doing this week inside Hip Bodies. We're doing Meathead Week. This is one of my favorite vibes of workouts. And if I'm being honest, I might keep this around for a while because I just love it. And it brings me back to what Hip Bodies is supposed to be about. This is how, if I were to go to the gym, this is how I train. If like it's simple, it's lifting, it's mind muscle connection. It's so good. It's so good. That's that's the only way I can explain it. And I'll just say it's one of my more popular vibes of workouts that we do inside of Hit Bodies. But we do mix it up, and that's something I love because I get bored. I like to mix it up. So I'm excited to see what this week brings. I really need to check on like how I'm doing with my deadlifts and pull ups because you guys, the t- the clock is ticking, and I have not tried to deadlift heavy in a couple weeks. <sighs> yeah. Okay. The next thing is something I'm killing it out lately. So this is a weird setting a low bar here, but I washed and I think I dried all but one load of my laundry yesterday and it was a lot. So the next step is putting it all away, which is on my list. Ideally for today, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to do my best. I I am going to do my best. So meals that I'm loving. I always like to share like a super helpful recipe with you. So this one, I feel like I can't share it because it's from a cookbook. And if you know this about me, that is how food bloggers and stuff, that's, that's one of their ways that they make money, okay? So I respect the hustle, okay? I'm going to tell you this recipe. It's from the Maria Emmerich 30-Day Ketogenic Cleanse. I made this for breakfast this morning. It's so good. So these recipes, you could eat them on the squeaky clean keto challenge that I've started today as well. So, like honestly, they're interchangeable and I'm gonna be using recipes from both cookbooks. This is so effing good. It's the bacon mushroom cabbage roastie. If you just went, dude, same. When I first read it, I was like, ew gross. But I promised myself when I did that um, that challenge that I would give the recipes a shot no matter what. Because I kept reading in the reviews, these are recipes I never would have tried. But they were so good. And this is so good. I don't like, I like mushrooms, but I like them with meat. So I was like, mushrooms and cabbage? Like, I don't know, man. It is so good. And if you were to ask me, like, what makes it so good? I don't know. Cause it's not like the seasonings are crazy. It's just like salt, pepper, and you put a little minced garlic in there. But oh my gosh, the flavors are just spectacular and it's it's so healthy it's just such a great way to start your day so if you want that recipe I I really I really don't want to give it away because it's like it's so good and that cookbook is so good there's so much good information in there and so many amazing like dairy-free low-carb recipes so yeah anyway it's the Maria Emmerich 30-day ketogenic cleanse okay okay so workout wins from this last week oh man this last week was funny by funny it's not okay so Thursday during Thursday I get up and do the workout at 6 a.m so I get up at least an hour before because can you imagine how you know just how how bad it would be if I rolled out a bed on the workout I've done it and I used to do it that way but I don't do that to people anymore so I got up super early and I'm all ready and I'm doing the workout and occasionally YouTube will be like picky about what The music and it it, like it'll give me a warning. I'll see the warning, and then it'll just kick me off. It'll kick me off live, and that's like a big deal because now the video is like broken up. So it just makes it like like are we gonna edit it together? Like what are we gonna do? And I'm like panicking because it's like I have people that also got up at the freaking butt crack of dawn. Like some of them even earlier because I have a girl that tunes in from the west coast, so she's up at three a.m. to do this workout. Okay, and so I'm panicking and I get on Facebook Live. Okay, and I start doing the workout, but the internet keeps cutting out, and I'm like, what the, why? Why is this happening? And so I find I just give up, and I'm like, okay, I accept defeat, it's fine, uh, but I want to, like, write a message to everyone to make sure that they have access, because I write down the workout, like, on a thing, it's, I have a system, but I do share the workout ahead of time in case something like this happens, right? Well, <laughs> I'm using my laptop to do that, and I'm carrying my laptop. Do you ever carry your laptop by the screen? If so, stop. Okay. <laughs> so I was just simply carrying my laptop by the screen, and my laptop, the screen cracked. This laptop is a MacBook Air with, like, extra storage, so it's so overpriced, like, I'll say over $1,000, right? And I just bought it last July, and this screen... Is over $500 to replace I just cracked it it just just from just from carrying it there which don't you do that all the time when you carry a laptop like kind of hold it by the screen it was just like my thumb it just cracked and I when that happened it was like thing after thing I dropped to the floor and I was sobbing I was sobbing and I'm like I think I'm hormonal too because some other stuff started happening which I, I can't talk about yet but I was just a hormonal disaster okay sorry if you're hearing those dings that's Jen that's Jen how embarrassing. you just keep tech- you're blowing me up right now I'm kidding. Jim listens to the podcast too. so anyway, that day, I was like, Chelsea, you've got to give them something and everybody was like, Chelsea, I can do the workout written it's fine. it's not a big deal but I was like, I need to do something because if you know I consider myself my client's workout buddy and would I just straight up not show up on my work no no, I wouldn't flake on them so I went live and and I did a mobility workout, you know, I didn't need to like repeat what I had already done because I'd still done like 50, what was it, I can't, if it was like bench press or something, I don't know, I'd done enough that I was like, I'm kind of smoked, I don't want to re record this, right? So I did a mobility workout and I just like kind of talked through stuff and like just as I would with my workout buddy and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am. And I'm proud of myself for just being solution focused and not leaning into the drama That's something I'm focusing on is like, Chelsea, don't be dramatic. I still was dramatic. I'm not going to lie, but I feel like it could have been worse. So yeah. Uh, Being solution focused is always like a theme in my life because it's so, so easy to like, I don't know, just focus on the problem and just like lay there and like, oh, this is so bad. And it's like, okay, but what would make it good? let's focus on that and then do that and make it happen, you know? Okay. Next up is unpopular opinions. In the spirit of, I think the movie just came out or something. I don't know. Avatar sucks. Have you seen Avatar? Dude, I don't like it. It's weird. It's not, it's just not good. I'm not, I'm not an Avatar person. I saw the first movie. Everybody hyped. Oh, Remember, remember when you saw movies in IMAX theaters and stuff? Do you remember that? What, like, so first off, so much effort to find one of those theaters. I don't know if it still is, but I, in back in the back then, it was like a thing, right? So I went, I saw it in one of those theaters, and I was like, "What is going on? Why do people think this is so good? Is it just because it's like cool effects? Because I just didn't think. I don't remember. I don't remember. If I am not gonna lie, I don't remember it that well, but I just." the storyline wasn't anything where i was like oh yeah that was great that was clever i don't know like you know what movie i can't remember the storyline but i remember thinking that's a damn good storyline inception remember that story i don't remember the story but i just remember thinking that was good that was good right like there's movies like that um i just watched a comedy last night god i you know what this is like showing again remember how i was talking about my the way I rate restaurants is like by portions. This is like, (laughs) this is my like uneducated way I rate movies. I'm like story. I want a good story. But it's like, yeah, like I like listening to a good story. It's not just about like cool effects. Like if I want cool, like if I want to look at something cool, I'll go on a hike, right? I don't know. Why do you want cool effects on a screen? Go live in real life. There's so many cool things to look at. Go on a vacation. Go to, go to, I don't, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Anyway, um, what about Avatar? I just remember it sucking. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so I did go on that ride when I was at Disney World. It's called, it's called, like, Avatar Flight of Passage, and so you ride one of those, I want to say it's called a Banshee. Does that sound right? And it's like, so it's like, it looks like, it gives me unicorn vibes. Does that sound Right for my avatar fans that I'm offending right now. Anyway, you fly around Pandora and like, just you ride a Banshee and like the, the effects on the ride are really cool because it's like, again, like Disney has really stepped it up with like smells and, and like you feel the wind and just so many cool things. It, it's amazing. You really feel like you're there. It's truly amazing. But again, I was just like, I feel like with that ride, you could set up a cooler story rather than just like, you get to ride a banshee. I don't know. It just was like, and, and the ride was cool. But it, if you've ever been on like Disney's Cal, uh, California Adventure, no, is it soaring Over California or something? So I did the soaring. I haven't done that one, but I did the one that's at Disney World. That's like where you go around the world. And it's just like that, but you're riding a banshee. And you're like in a made up world, you're in the made up world of Pandora. And if you like, I mean, a lot of people love it. Like it's a very, very popular ride, but I don't know. I just, I'm not enough of like an avatar fan and I don't, I do not get the hype. I can't believe they made another movie. It's, it's kind of crazy, right? So I am a little bit curious how you feel about avatar. Um, what was, Oh, you know what I was saying? This is, that's where I lost my train of thought last night. I was watching that movie. It's called the estate. It's on Hulu. That was funny. It's not something you would watch with your kids. It's a little inappropriate. Lots of like foul language and stuff, but like so funny. So funny and not violent. You guys know me. I hate violence. <laughs> I do. I hate it so much. I hate it in movies. I hate it in video games. I am so like that mom. I am so that mom. Even like Kevin, was, he wanted to watch Transformers the other day and I was like two minutes in. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, no, that's not cool. That's I don't like it there's my other unpopular opinion. I don't like violence. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's podcast. I love you guys. I will chat with you next week. Let me know if you like it better when I have someone to talk to, like my husband. I need to get Jen down here again because she, yeah, we need to get, we just need, it's better. I think it's better when I talk to someone rather than just me chatting your ear off, but you let me know what you like. All right. Love you. Bye.